It hypes our life. <laughs> poop, poop hypes my life. Poop and fart talk <laughs> is my favorite. <laughs> Not even gonna pretend to be. I'm, we're gonna no. be authentic. This is my authenticity. I have no shame in my poop and fart joke we game. We love poop and fart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to change who I am to accommodate someone else's comfort level. That would not be authentic to myself. I won't do it. I'm not going to change my maturity level. I'm not gonna, like, <laughs> I am not going to become more mature. Society like, I don't even it's, care. I don't, I don't even I'm going to be immature forever. Okay? Forever. Forever. Well, and then we like just don't. Girl, we can't age. You know what? See, that's See, our anti-aging that's secret. That's the See, anti-aging secret. Talk about poop and fart. Stay young forever. <laughs> talk about poop and fart like you're a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> or girl. Because it was me too. It's true. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? That's true. Like, yeah. I I always say a 12-year-old boy, but like, me no, too, I, but was actually, I was the 12-year-old girl that talked about poop and farts. And I still, I'm the 27-year-old girl now that talks about poop and farts. Absolutely. It me. It's fine. No shame. Mm -mm. Welcome to the Hype Your Life podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm T. Coming at you from Beep Beep in the Jeep. We created this community to help you hype your freaking life through movement, mindset, and manifestation. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, I just hope today I can, like, express what I'm actually feeling. Because there's been so many feels lately, but putting those feelings and thoughts into words has been difficult. Yeah. Because there's so much. It's, there's so much. It's vast. Is that the right vast. word? We're, we've been feeling vastly emotional yes. the last few months, really. Yes. And we want to talk about it because we've we learned so much yes. from oh. these emotions and I think that's that's really let's start with the moral and then we can unpack it our emotions are our teachers mm -hmm. our emotions are our teachers and the more that we lean in to it the more we learn and we evolve and also the faster we can move through them and not get and stay stuck in them and we can disassociate, begin to really disassociate emotions with some of these labels that we've created with it. Like, mm -hmm. if you're angry, you're bad. Mm -hmm. You know? If you're sad, you're a baby. Mm -hmm. um, if you're happy, you're good. Yes. You know, these associations that then in turn make us feel a certain way for experiencing a very real human emotion that is mm -hmm. really the central puzzle piece of our entire existence. Yes. Like we are human beings mm -hmm. designed to experience emotions that guide us, lead us, tell we tell us physically how how we want to experience, what we want to experience, and lead and guide us more towards that. And then in that we have the contrasting emotions that a lot of people say are like negative emotions or this is where like um, toxic positivity mm -hmm. comes in. We're like, yo, like just, just high vibes. Right. And we always say stay hyped, but we've made that differentiation that like hype to us actually really just means hope. Yes. So despite where you are and what you're experiencing, that hype is actually hope. Mm 
mm-hmm. that carries you back up towards those emotions that we obviously love to experience and embody and experience more of. But we literally, T and I have both learned that we cannot have the highs that we do have without the contrasting emotion. Yes. And that has been a hard lesson to learn. Um, I know we talk about, we've talked about emotion on here before on the podcast Mm -hmm. before, but I personally feel like I, I feel like over the past couple of years, I've really started to learn more about my emotions, but especially this past year, I have felt emotions on a level that I honestly didn't know I could feel and they have taught me so much. I have always been one that I am always happy. I am truly. Mm-hmm. I am so happy. I can attest to this. Yes. And and I love to be happy mm-hmm. and I don't want to be anything but happy. Mm-hmm. And I love to feel joy and I love to feel love and I love to feel excitement and peace and all of those things. But this past year has taught me that there are times in life we have experiences that can literally cause emotions in our body that can feel foreign, can feel, I keep, I keep using the same phrase. This isn't me. Mm -hmm. This is not me. I told Nikki multiple times last week, like, this is not me. I'm so frustrated and I don't know why I got so frustrated. I didn't need to get frustrated. I didn't, I don't need to feel this way. But as I look back on this past year, I have had some very emotional experiences. Very, very, now I'm going to get emotional. I've had some experiences this past year that have like brought up emotions that I didn't think I could feel. And they've made me feel ways that I didn't know I could. They've made me feel so deeply hurt and so deeply just totally different. And those emotions have then caused me to see myself differently. And I've told Nikki, this isn't me. Why do I feel sad? Why do I feel frustrated? This isn't me. It is me. These emotions are a part of me and I'm here on earth to experience them and it's okay because without that deep, deep sadness and without those very small instances of frustration or anger, I wouldn't know what the highest hype felt like. I wouldn't know truly how incredible it feels to be happy and to feel love and to feel the opposite of sadness to feel the opposite of anger and the other thing that I've learned too is that the anger that I have felt or the frustration that I have felt has served me yes it's taught me things and it's taught me boundaries that I need to set it's taught me ways that I have always just things that I've always just been okay with yeah And I got frustrated with myself for feeling frustrated. Mm -hmm. I got so frustrated at myself for feeling frustrated. I'm like, Tiana, come on. You're chill. (laughs) You're just, you're always chill. You're good. You just go with it. You just accept it. And you just go with the flow. Like, just go with it. Just accept it. No, I don't have to. These emotions are teaching me that I am getting hurt. Yeah. And that I don't need to feel that. And that I can 
set boundaries and that I can move on. Right. And I'm going to be okay. And I'm learning to love myself through all of these emotions. It is okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel frustrated. And while I don't want to stay there. Right. I don't want to stay there. But I'm learning to love myself through those. Like, I love sad tea, too. Mm -hmm. I love angry tea, too. Yeah. Like, she's okay. Yeah. She's okay. You know. She's good. She's good. And she's great. And she is serving such a crucial part of, yeah. again, this human experience. Um, I also heard recently that really put things into perspective is view emotions as like a cyclical, like a circle, like a cycle with arrows. And so people obviously put the positivity, you know, the happy, the joy, the peace, the love, the abundance on the top half of the circle. And then all of the contrasting emotions on the bottom half of the circle. But instead of tearing them like a hierarchy, actually just viewing them that we can literally flow around this circle. But at the bottom of the circle, those contrasting emotions, that is where the awareness to the shadow work that needs to be done. The awareness of what are our triggers? What are we experiencing? Why did that bother me? What, you know, what really am I feeling? Why am I feeling it? It just shows us that there is work to be done and there is forever going to be work to be done. Again, we are imperfect beings. So that's never going to stop. The cycle is never going to stop. However, when we actually start to acknowledge and we address the shadow self with honor, love, and like, thank you, shadow, for showing me that that is unhealed and that there's work to be done there. Like, thank you, right? Like honoring it, not suppressing it or negating it or shaming it, but honoring it, we actually become unstuck exponentially faster. And then we do work, we grow and we evolve. And as we grow and we evolve, we end up back at the top of the circle at these like really high, like and even a higher high than mm-hmm. we were before. Because like, <clears throat> look what, cause we've now grown. So then we just go back around that spiral and almost like a, like a slinky where we're just kind of continually going up. And then I shared with T this morning, a podcast from Abraham Hicks. She brings up this idea and this is literally what T and I both have been experiencing. We've communicated about over the last couple of weeks, especially where we've experienced some incredibly peak emotions, like some of the highest highs we've ever experienced amongst the struggles. Right. But then we're also noticing that little things that would have never ruffled our feathers before that we wouldn't even really looked second at like sure it was uncomfortable we didn't love that but we didn't bring a lot of awareness or attention to it really what we were doing is we were kind of suppressing it right like the problem was always there the misalignment was there we just didn't bring a lot of awareness to it and so it's like why why is it now that I've experienced these peak peaks and we're evolving and we're growing and we're expanding why are the little things now becoming a little more bothersome like we're way more aware and attuned to them and there was this analogy of if you hit a wall going five miles an hour if you're vibing at you know that kind of like lower frequency hitting that wall doesn't cause a lot of impact but if you're high vibing you're you know 100 miles an hour you hit that wall 
suddenly that wall is a very big deal and causes a very big disruption in your peace, in your joy. It becomes almost like a, a bigger teacher. Where it's like, it, again, it was always there, but because it wasn't that uncomfortable or that much of a disresonance and disruption, we didn't bring a lot of awareness to it. And so the higher you grow, the more things come through and that shadow self shows you things that, hey, this has always been happening. We've been trying to tell you, but you've just kind of shook it off and like, let's not make a big deal because it didn't disrupt our flow that much. But now that we're resonating super, super high, we are very aware of what disrupts that kind of peak emotion. And so how valuable though is that lesson? Like, just when we think, and we say this too, just when we think it can't get any better, it does, Mm -hmm. but it only can because of the contrast when we move through it instead Mm -hmm. of go through this cycle and then stay stuck there. Right. And I think too, it's really important when we feel those lower vibe emotions to allow ourselves to learn from it, to take a step back. Just like Vinky said before, why am I feeling this way? Mm -hmm. What is causing me to feel this way? What is triggering this? And I think that's been a really big realization for me in the past couple of weeks because I learned that I was carrying, I was carrying a lot of weight, Mm -hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot of weight especially from one situation in my life and there's a lot of hurt especially this year that has come from that and to have I don't know like someone that you're just you're so close to that you look up to so much to have them just kind of like disappear and not be a part of me anymore I have here comes these Release emotions. It. Yeah. That's what we're literally. <laughs> and it's hard discussing. because I've watched myself this year then carry some of that hurt into other relationships, right? Mm. And I am afraid that other people are going to disappear or I'm afraid that I'm not good enough for like this this relationship or for this thing you know I really start to overthink things because of one experience yeah and because of one because of those emotions right and as I continue to suppress those and I don't pay attention to them then they're carrying into these other relationships and I'm afraid that I'm not doing a good enough job or that they don't they're just going to disappear or that if I do get frustrated or if I do get sad or upset that they're then going to see me as this frustrated sad upset girl and like we don't we don't need her you know yeah and so then I've guilted myself over and over and over for feeling frustrated or for feeling sad when in reality all of these emotions are literally stemming from hurt yeah And they're carrying into other relationships. So now when I do get triggered or if I am in a conversation and I start to feel a certain way, a certain emotion, a certain feeling, I take a step back and I'm like, okay, why am I feeling this? What is causing me to feel this? Is there a correlation in this relationship, maybe with that other relationship that I'm still holding on to, is there still hurt that I am still holding on to? And is that why I'm feeling frustrated? Yeah. You know? So I think really paying attention to that and letting that be a teacher. And am I carrying things from, from the past with me? 
that are causing me to feel this hurt? Am I carrying this? Am I projecting this? Or is this really a situation that I should not be in? You yeah. Know, is this telling me it's time to step away and get out? You yeah. know, what is that emotion telling you and teaching you and not guilting yourself for feeling the emotion? Right. I think that's where our thinking brain yeah. can get in the way. And this is, I have by nature tend to have a very masculine energy, very left brain dominant. Like my thinking brain is part of my superpower, but in that I've super suppressed my feminine energy and my emotions. And you know, we, we again, create these associations of if you're sad, you're weak. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, if you feel any of those things or if you're too emotional or you're too happy, like you're a baby, you know, you're a cry baby or I don't want to be a burden. That's always been my biggest thing. Like I'm not going to show up sad. I'm not going to let anybody know that I'm sad yeah, or that I'm feeling a certain way because I don't want to be a burden. Yeah. You know, that's always been my thinking. I don't want to be a burden. And that's your brain like projecting stories and creating Mm -hmm. and they are literally just that. If you think about anything that we think when we're afraid of what other people will think or the impact on them, in reality, you don't know. Unless they directly tell you, you have no idea the story that you have in your brain of how that person is thinking or reacting or feeling is literally your own story of what they might be thinking. You know, it's... yes. None of it is real, but our thinking brain loves to try and make sense of it. Mm -hmm. But if we're not aware of how and being intentional about how it's making sense of it, it could be making sense of it with a bunch of lies, things that Mm -hmm. actually are not true and hold no real merit. So that's where like intention and awareness, intention and awareness. Our thinking brain serves us. It helps keep us alive and it does help us work through these emotions can be effective in helping us work through these emotions when done so with intention and awareness of, okay, I'm feeling this way because of this thought. Mm-hmm. What, let's unpack this thought. What does that, you know, what is it stemming from? Is, is it a story? Can I just change the story? Maybe I just need to affirm something. Maybe I just have a block. Maybe there's a very real trigger and a very real hurt that needs to be addressed with professional, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but let's, let's be aware of our thinking thoughts Mm -hmm. because they, they do trigger those emotions, but those Mm -hmm. emotions are quite literally our biggest teachers. Mm -hmm. But if we're not aware of the, the stories we're creating around it, then that's again, how we stay stuff. Yes. And you can, your thoughts can then exacerbate those emotions too. Absolutely. You can start to feel a feeling and then allow your thoughts to spiral. And all of a sudden those emotions are 10 times worse than they were before or better, yeah. you know, like yeah. ha, whichever way you want to take it. Right. right. If I'm feeling, I can get myself now to where like I can feel a little bit of hype and then all of a sudden Sudden's with thoughts, I am so, so hyped. hyped. Like I can get so hyped. But with that, I've also noticed that if I start to feel any bit of like anxiety or sadness or anger or whatever, you know, depending on where my thoughts go, those emotions can get 10 times worse. Yeah. They will follow. And I watched myself a couple weeks ago. I had already been in a state of just kind of overall confusion, just sadness, a little bit of frustration just from, again, 
things that I've experienced this year and I was already kind of in this frustrated state and I ended up having a conversation that literally triggered some of my deepest emotions within me it brought them right back up as if I was back in a situation that I've had I had years ago right Mm -hmm. like those it drew up those emotions so fast and I watched myself go from semi-okay to I was nowhere near okay right like I was not okay and all those emotions just came flooding out and my sweet husband he is the best he called me on his way home from work and I am just so upset telling him all the reasons why I'm so upset not at him just at this whole situation right and I was like I just need to go for a run I just got to get out of here so I did like I went for a run and I just those emotions just kind of continued to build that night you know and for the next couple of days I let myself feel everything I needed to feel let those release those emotions and then took a step back and looked at it why did I feel that way? What caused me to get so emotionally, um, I don't know, attached, like attached, attached, consumed in yeah. this, in this Same. thing. And it was past, it literally linked yeah. me back to past experiences and how I felt and how trapped I felt and how, Like, I literally had those exact same feelings and emotions in a previous experience, and I was carrying those into this when it triggered those emotions. And so, but then for literally like two weeks, right, Nick, I beat myself up every single day, every day for feeling frustrated and for feeling those feelings from one simple conversation. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. I am ridiculous. I am the worst. This is not this me. This is not me. I cannot believe I, I got frustrated. Why did I get frustrated? Why did I have to be that way? Why did I have to feel this way? Why did I have to say this? Why did I, you know, all those things. In reality, like none of it was even. They're all, like our emotions are, they're valid and they're real. They're valid. They're real. And I had a reason to be frustrated. Obviously, the reason I was so frustrated was come stemming from past experience, but like unhealed, unhealed, hurt, like hurt. a still open wound. Yes, that. but again, a very this, open raw wound. You wouldn't have but been aware. It, no, I would not have been aware, and it taught me so many things, and it's helping me. It also really just helped me to see myself from a different perspective, like. Yeah, I've been through a freaking lot this year and it's okay to get frustrated sometimes and it's okay to get sad and I don't have to beat myself up for being human and having emotions and kind of just pep talking myself through this like, you know what, Tiana, you're doing great. You got it. Like, we're going to make it through. We're going to be okay. But I'm proud of myself for recognizing those emotions, where they're coming from, and taking the time to learn from them instead of just continually trying to suppress them and telling myself I'm bad for feeling frustrated or for feeling those things. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of that also stems from that fear 
that being on the lower side of that cycle, yeah, that that is somehow dimming your yes. light or it makes you less than. Yeah. But something to note to that is, and I've had this conversation several times over the last couple of weeks with actually a couple different people, so it keeps coming up. So I feel like it's really, really important and needs to be said is that you are also your shadow self. Mm-hmm. And it is literally without the shadow, there is no light. The shadow quite literally amplifies the light. Mm-hmm. And this idea that there is duality in everything. Yeah. That you can be and feel multiple things at the same time. They can quite literally coexist Mm -hmm. you can be dark and light you can be have happy and peace and joy t and i talked about this like Mm -hmm. we've been through some shiz this this year but in that we've also had some of our highest highs the most peace and joy and support and comfort through all of it Mm -hmm. but it sounds very contradictory. Like, how could you have peace and joy and hurt and sadness at the same time? Yes. But you literally, like, that is emotional maturity is being able to hold space for both of it. Yeah. And that you are not dark because you're feeling dark emotions. Mm-hmm. That di- And it literally doesn't have to dim your light either. No. Again, those very teachers, those very things actually only amplify mm-hmm. and make the light that much more contrasted and that much bigger than right. it could possibly be mm-hmm. if we didn't have the contrast. Yes. Yep. And seriously, like loving that. Loving Learning it. Learning to love, love that. her, him, and it. Y- right. And love the shadow. Yes. For how it serves you. Honor it. Right. Don't judge it. Don't shame it. Don't suppress it. Mm-hmm. It yep. is you. And it that's is. Okay. It's, it's me. It's a part of me. I'm, I'm proud of me for feeling those things for allow for finally, finally after years, allowing myself to feel it, to see it. And then working through not judging myself, working through continuing to see myself in light, Mm -hmm. continuing to, um, show up and, and I, I told Nick, I almost, it almost made me feel a little bit of like imposter syndrome, you know, allowing myself to like feel frustrated, feel that I felt like, well, how can I show up and tell, talk about like how happy I am or how can I show up and, and talk about even on our podcast about how to hype your life mm-hmm. and be hyped when I have felt so sad and when I have felt these frustrated emotions and then guilted myself or feeling frustrated and then gone down these spirals like how can I sit here and talk about joy and hype and all of that when I felt these things and that these associations our brain making false associations that somehow you can't because you experience this you cannot experience the opposing or you cannot be if I am good then I cannot be bad and if I am bad I cannot be good yes and again there's not there's no entire truth to that right it doesn't hold the entire truth but our brain subconsciously makes these associations Mm -hmm. and so then that starts to creep in we're like well no I've 
I've experienced these emotions, so I must be this. Yes. Or I must be. We have to label it mm-hmm. in an effort to try and understand it, and then we label it, and then we become it. Yep. Right? And then that, that's where you mm-hmm. stay stuck. Yep. But when you actually allow your body, and again, this is coming from someone who is not a feely person. Yes. I resisted emotions and feelings quite literally my entire life mm-hmm. until this year. I have cried more in the last 12 months than I have cried in the last 33 years of my cumulative life. And I kid you not, that's not an exact happy tears, sad tears, screaming anger. Like I've experienced deep, deep emotion, but really allowing Mm -hmm. it to be a teacher. Yes. Allowing me to move through it and be with it instead Mm -hmm. of suppress it, shame it, guilt it, that imposter, you know, like, well, then I must be Uh this. I must be depressed. I must have anxiety, right? Like allowing that to become a label versus just a feeling Mm -hmm. and then not saying, hey, well, actually, thank you for showing up. What can I learn from this? What can I do with this? How can I allow this to serve me? Right. And when we do that. It takes you right back up to those high vibes and then they'll be even higher than anything you could even imagine. I love that. Learning too that these emotions and these vulnerabilities, they connect us. Yes. They connect us. And instead of guilting ourselves for feeling emotion, sharing it. Mm -hmm. Sharing it with with others. I mean, obviously, I'm not one like I I personally don't want to just go out there and tell everybody everything I'm experiencing right, or going or like through airing, whatever, all the airing, you know, n- not in that way, it can but be intimate. Yeah. even with my own husband, I, for years, it's really taken me a really, really, really long time, really up until this year to feel like I can openly cry mm-hmm. and feel sad. And it has nothing to do with my husband at all. Everything to do with Everything you and to the do stories with me. that you've... Yeah. Exactly. And how I'm embarrassed to cry. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cry in front of him. I don't want to bring him down. I don't. Strong. I don't. I want to be strong. I'm not going to cry in front of my husband. I'm not going to show him I'm sad. I'm not going to make him feel I'm bad. Not... I'm not going to make him think that Pity like I'm me. down, you know, like I got to, I got to stay yeah. happy and just be good, you know, because I've always had that mindset. Right. And I've learned this past year that He's really helped me a lot through it. He'll come home and there, I remember this, there's been multiple times in particular. He's come home and I'm, I'm like trying my best to like hurry and wipe my face off and like look like I haven't been crying and like I'm okay, you know. And he's sat me down multiple times and just said, just talk to me. Just cry. What are you afraid of? Like just cry. Crying and feeling sad for things that you are experiencing and going through does not change who you are as a person. It doesn't change how I see you. In fact, like, let me help you. Yeah. What are you feeling? Tell me about what you're feeling so I can help you through this and so I can understand. And you guys, that has been a game changer for me. Like my husband now is my biggest I know I can trust him. He's my anchor. I can trust him. I can cry if I need to cry. I can tell him what I'm feeling. And he helps me through it. He walks me through it. He listens. And then he knows. 
if I need a little music in a dance party mm-hmm. now. He knows if I need a little a dinner date or a let's hey let why don't we get out let's go do something together like he knows what Literally I need. Your personal hype man, he but is. it's hard for people to hype if they don't if they don't know, know what you need. Yes. If we're always just being this superhuman yeah. false. version of self you know this societal like no we've got to fit Mm -hmm. all of these societal conditionings and show up in a certain way and we can never show up outside of that because you know then we're weak and we're you know all of these things but in that we're really suppressing opportunities to experience even more joy even more joy by having that deep intimate vulnerable connection yes and and allowing someone else to experience emotions such as empathy and compassion Mm -hmm. and, and then we you're being so vulnerable that opens up the door for me to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and that like mutual service and help and then literally everybody rises and can be hyped through this journey yes when we start to literally lead with emotion yes it is our biggest Mm -hmm. most valuable teacher and none of it is bad it all serves you it does it all serves you and not that we're not happy or not that because that's always been my thing like well I am happy and you can when I am even when I'm sad I am happy I am so happy but learning to be okay with in those moments when like it is okay to share it's okay to feel these things and reach out to somebody because they can help you and not taking away their opportunity either to help you what are you feeling why are you feeling it yeah how can we be with this Mm -hmm. and how can we do what feels best for our body to allow Mm -hmm. us to process this and grow and we promise through that you will always return to the yes. top there's a, even you when will, it lingers you'll return because sometimes it does yes. and then we start to panic oh, and we're like gosh. oh my gosh what yes. if like, what why? if i never return what or what if she never back? comes back like what if what i if? literally had that thought like no i just want to be happy i just want to be yeah. hyped tea like i'm hyped all the time i don't want to freaking feel sad no She'll come back. She'll come back. She'll come back. Do the work. It's okay. She'll come back. Let yourself feel it. You do the work that you need to do to release those emotions. Let yourself feel it. And professional help is always advice. It is. I mean, it there's is. so many, so many yes. ways to like move your body, shaking, tapping, yes. um, all these different therapy modalities. Don't hesitate. If what you're doing currently isn't isn't helping you move through the cycle. Don't keep trying to do the same thing and expect different results. Like, don't hesitate to reach for a coach, a mentor, a therapist. Try different modalities, different ways of praying or meditating or connecting. There are a lot of creative solutions, and it's going to be unique to you and your emotions and how you respond, how your thinking brain thinks. And don't guilt yourself. Do not guilt yourself for feeling it. Right. Don't guilt yourself and know that you, you got it. You got this. You'll return. You got it. It's okay. We can do hard things. We're doing hard things. Yeah. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. And and vulnerability is one of the bravest, most courageous, yes. and strongest mm-hmm. things that you can do. Yes. And we hope that you know that you're welcome to show up as you are. Yes. You don't have to always show up as your hypest no, self. You don't. We're here to help instill hope. Yes. To bring you back around that cycle. Yes. So we're here for you in all stages of that cycle, in all forms, in all duality and contrast. We love you as you are. And that's, I think, ultimately the message we wanted to get across today. Yes.
We love you. Okay. okay. And with that, we will catch, catch you on, on the hype side. side.